When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Could it be that Michael Jackson has a secret will? Well, I mean, TikTok. Right, I was a little late for this, but this is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Okay, so do you remember yesterday? I there do. was sort do you what what was the best part of it, Brad? You. Thanks. Um, but do you remember yesterday that there was a story about uh, Michael Jackson's publicist who was going to make some sort of announcement. We didn't know what the announcement was going to be. Do you remember this? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was very excited because everybody, whenever there's like super exciting news about Michael Jackson, we get excited, which is really sad. But I think what we were thinking was there would be some sort of confirmation of what we had thought was that like the publicist would come yes. out and be like yeah he totally was exactly what you all thought he was and you know and here's, here's my why. here's my evidence that's not what happened what happened well what happened is his former publicist came forward and said michael jackson left behind a secret will which detailed how he wanted his legacy to be preserved what are everyone gonna go and sleep in a haunted house right see who gets everything? right okay this so, is weird um, she, her name is Ramon, Bra- I'm sorry, Ramon Bain, and she held a press conference. Sounds like a Bond villain. Right? I'm where Ramon she, Bain. Where she said, among other things, um, that he painstakingly outlined how he wanted his legacy to be preserved and maintained, and he wrote it in a will that nobody has been able to locate. And she prays and prays that someday people will find this will and then can sort of put into action all the Wait, things you okay, wanted. So um, just to clarify, so you're saying that she announced that there is this will, but didn't produce the she will. She has no idea where it is. Okay, so now all these yahoos are going to go on like a Goonies-style treasure hunt. Exactly. Trying to find the secret will, which also, by the way, is probably invalid and won't amount to anybody getting anything differently than what they already got? Right, if it's not, you know, legally binding. Do we know that? What, like, do we we have don't know any anything. Idea? Literally, it was a 25-minute press conference that many called, quote, bizarre. In it, she also said that Michael Jackson considered our current president, Donald Trump, to be a very close friend. And he often told her that uh, that Trump was one of the few people who ever who never turned his back on him. And was there to help him during his trial. What? I'm dead serious. Then she went on to say, she went on to say, 
I would love to be able to ask the president to help me find Michael Jackson's oh, will. We don't need any more distractions, people. Apparently, do not let him know about this. According to the former, uh, the former assistant or the former um, publicist, he made this will in 2006. Okay, 2006, and he died when? After that. Okay. <laughs> I think it was 2009, wasn't it? Uh, yes, you're right. His death was in 2009. So she's uh, she's sure that there's this secret will somewhere. Now, I don't know. I don't know, even know what to do with that because it was just a strange 25-minute press conference. I have lots of questions. Probably none of them could be answered. Where is this woman? And why is she not... Um, Producing a will? Yeah. Or, I don't know. Well, I mean, like, why haven't we seen her on an interview somewhere? Like, did she did she have a lawyer? Here's my guess, is that she, people probably aren't taking it very seriously. Because it sounds like the remainder of the press conference was kind of bizarre. Now, I saw another article that I wanted to talk to you about, about Michael Jackson. Do you remember a few, oh, it was in 2003, when Martin Bashir did that, um, like, living, living with Michael Jackson documentary Mm-mm. or like what was it? It was like an interview. It was like a multi-day event and in it, this is the one where he went shopping in Las Vegas and was like in some antique store and was just pointing at whatever gaudy thing he wanted and okay. Martin Bashir was with him and it was a big deal because Martin Bashir was the only person who had been sort of let in that closely to Michael Jackson's day-to-day life. Okay. Um, in that documentary or in that uh, in that production Michael Jackson talked about sharing a bed with young boys. And he he said very clearly that he said, you know, I, it's like one of it's one of the night the most kind things you can do with somebody. He said, Yeah, Macaulay Culkin on one side, Kieran Culkin on the other side, and we would sleep and then we'd wake up and we'd go for a hot air balloon ride. He said this. These okay. are Michael Jackson's yeah. words in this Martin Bashir documentary. Well, a lot of people have wanted Kieran Culkin to talk about that for many years. And uh, finally, he was doing an interview for a new show that he's in. And he. this is what he said to that. Kieran Culkin, who was named by Michael Jackson as one of the people that he shared a bed with, yeah. when Kieran Culkin was like, yeah, maybe. And Macaulay, by the 10. way, has said that nothing ever, nothing ever happened. Right. So here's what uh, Kieran Culkin said. He said, "The only thing I can say is that I can't really say anything, and the reason for that is I can't be helpful to anyone." He said, "To me, it seems like there are two sides to this thing, and because I can't be helpful on one side or the other, anything I say and anything that gets put out in print could only hurt somebody, and Weird. there's already a lot of really hurt feelings." So that basically says I'm not gonna say anything. Right, and then he yeah. said that there. He said there are already a lot of people who are in a difficult position, and if I contribute in any way, it's just going to hurt someone because I can't actually help. How about you do this? How about you just share the truth? That'd be a good place I mean, to listen, start. I'm actually on your side in this. I don't see how it's productive for him to not say anything. Yeah. But uh, that's what, the reason that he gave during this um, during this interview about why he has never said yeah, anything cr- about that's like double that's like weird double speak nothing speak these were uh, michael jackson's actual words in that martin butcher documentary i slept in bed with all of them when macaulay culkin was little uh he said uh kieran would sleep on this side macaulay would sleep on this side and we'd all jam in the bed then we'd wake up um, like dawn and go in a hot air balloon 
Yeah. The fact that nobody thought that was... Um, oh, no, we all thought it was... Well, that nobody did anything about that's it, I guess. That's what's frustrating. the thing that's a little disturbing. Yes. Chief among them, the parents of the children involved. And again, then I go back to this documentary that we watched on HBO, Leaving, Leaving Neverland. Neverland. Yeah. And it, it makes you re-look at that when you... And then I wish that they could have used... I, I don't think they did use footage from that uh, Martin Bashir documentary, but no. I almost feel like somebody needs to release. I don't know where you can watch it either. I bet you could find it on I, YouTube. Yeah, I don't know why that hasn't resurfaced because he did. I remember watching it and I remember being so disturbed by the words he said yeah. about those boys in particular. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, all right. When we come back, we're going to lighten up the mood. Our friend Paul McGuire Grimes is here. He's going to tell us what's in theaters after this on my talk 1071. Okay, the biggest thank you in the whole wide worldy world to our friends at the Produce Exchange for sending a bunch of peaches because Yay. they said it's my favorite thing at the fair. And now I just have a face full of peaches and I'm so excited. So grilled peaches at the Produce Exchange, get there. Don't go right now because we got some fun stuff coming up on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, producer Holly Roberts. And we're so excited because our friend Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's Trip to the Movies has joined us to tell us what's in theaters. Hello, Paul. Hi, Paul. I have a great new movie in theaters this weekend. I was inspired by the Minnesota State Fair Haunted Mansion this Ooh. week for my picks. Very good. So, have you been to the Haunted Mansion before? Not since I was a child. Yeah, I've never been there. So I don't do I haunted houses. I prefer scary in my own home, yes. not someone else's home. Oh, I like that. Ah, okay. I like that. Okay. So the new movie in theaters this week is called Ready or Not. And it's about this bride who's having a great wedding. And that night, her new in-laws decide to introduce this family tradition of playing a game. It happens to be hide-and-go-seek, but it comes with some deadly consequences. Uh-huh. Interesting. The where it starts. Okay. So it's literally based on hide-and-seek. Yes. Okay. And this family that I she's I kind of like to. that concept right. a, in and of itself. Yes, and they live in this wealthy, huge mansion. So you've got that kind of haunted mansion feel with this hide and seek. And she, this bride, is not to be messed with when she decides and realizes what's actually going on in this movie. Oh. So it's Smart Weaving plays a bride. Adam Brody, who we remember from the OC, plays the brother-in-law. And then Andy McDowell is the mother of the crazy Oh. Mother. Okay, that's kind of fun. Yeah. Who, so, so who's behind the film? I, like new filmmakers. Oh, okay. I, like a brand new team. Nobody we'd recognize. No, not, not at all. But I had a lot of fun. Like, it is gruesome. It starts off kind of haunting and eerie. Then by the end, it is gruesome. It is graphic. It is bloody. So just know that going in, like, if you have a sensitive stomach, like, this isn't going to be your this movie. This is not going to be your jam. But I kind of dog it because of that, because of how over the top it is. And here are things that are happening. I'm like, I did not see that coming. Okay, so you, I'm trying to remember, are you are you a, a scary movie fan? Obsessed. Okay. And Obsessed. So you are a good kind of person to gauge whether yes. or not something is... Because we see so many copycats these days that this really felt original with this hide-and-seek premise. And it's a mix of scary but then funny at the same time there's some gonna, really funny okay, I do like that I was going to say usually I think a good I'm not a huge scary movie person mm-hmm. but it kind of scary and funny ride the same line because right. a lot of times your reaction to fear is to just laugh in the face of it and you can so, in this one like okay, they, that's awesome. they allow for that to happen mm-hmm. so it's good um, four out of five tickets okay, oh, okay. alright and this you know it's interesting because well I guess we are getting ever closer to Halloween. I don't like to think about that just yet. But it did cool the brakes off. But it did feel a little early. It feels a little early for something like that. Yeah, and I think it's really the last great movie of the summer season. I mean, we have it chapter two coming in a couple of weeks. So I think that's really gonna be the big scary movie of the fall. Yeah. All right. Okay, that one I cannot wait to hear all about. Do you have a 
I have a home release. A home release? A streaming TV show that I want everyone oh, to okay. watch. Oh, yes. What is this? Season two of Mindhunter. Oh. On Netflix, nine episodes. And really, for me, this is top tier, one of my favorite Netflix shows you, of all time. I've heard this before. Now, I can I tell you about something that happened to me last night before you tell about this? Okay. My husband says to me, oh, I'm so excited that season two of Mindhunter is out. Uh, yeah. So he watched the first season? And I said, excuse me? <laughs> Were you cheating he on did. me? He did. He Netflix cheated on me mm, and watched the whole... Sounds familiar. And never, <laughs> ever told me that it was so good. Right. And now I'm angry. So what... Because I'm, I feel like I'm in the dark here. What is it? Yeah, what so is Mindhunter? Okay, so it takes place in the 70s, and it's about these three FBI agents in the Behavioral Science Division. It's a really brand new division, and they are studying real killers and criminals to then investigate other killers that are on the run, if you will. So it, the first season was really all about Ed Kemper and a few others. This season they're tackling the Ant Atlanta child murders, the BTK, the son of Sam. So they go into jail and talk to David Berkowitz to kind of learn like what was his patterns and behaviors so that then they can try to track down BTK because they're seeing similarities between the two cases. In addition to just like the, you know, because I've, I've watched the first couple episodes of the first season, mm -hmm. and in addition to just giving you sort of, you know, um, a great story, it's also just sort of giving you the history and the birth of you know modern criminology yeah. profiling and just and all the behaviors that because we i kind of feel like we just assume that's always been the way we find criminals right. and serial killers for example but it really was this very specific time in the 50s 70s. you know into the 60s yeah. Yeah, yeah. um where sort of the modern criminology has, and has taken three, off. Yeah, the three main characters are fictional characters based on the work of John Douglas. John Douglas wrote the book that this is all based on, and you hear about these cases in that book. And it's Jonathan Groff we know from, like, Hamilton and Spring Awakening and Frozen. He's one of them. Holt Mac McAnally is an anator. And the three characters are fictional, but they're representing true life. Yeah. And how they all three approach these cases and their work is very different, very fascinating. And you have to know going into that it's very deliberately paced. It isn't the like very fast one case was, per episode. I was like, going to ask really about that. Slowly pans out. And it's fascinating. From what I heard, um, somebody who was watching the first episode in the first season, mm -hmm. it felt very slow. But then there was so much there that they wanted to keep going, yes. and and are glad that they did because it's so good. Yeah, and you are just entranced by what like a lot of. I think the script is actually taken from the dialogue from the actual interviews. Uh, so and they can't get all of what they want out of these killers in like right. one sit down. So they right. can go back and like as they like shape their cases and twist on each other it's it's so well done so keep if you think it's slow just keep going with it because yeah. there's a reason for it and david fincher the acclaimed director pr produces it directs the first three episodes in the new season he did seven zodiac the social network so he knows his way around these stories and how to shape and visualize this world so again that's uh, mindhunter season two on, on netflix. netflix both seasons are available yes I've how many episodes are in nine season? in nine? the second okay. season i've only watched the first four but i had to leave to go to a family function it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. So, oh, that that, maybe uh, they could have scheduled that a little bit better. Obviously. Um, so, and, and how many are in the first I think eight or nine. Season? Mm-hmm. Okay. You'll, okay. You'll find is yourself it, transfix. Is it bingeable? Yes. I okay. think it is because at the end you're like, I need more of this. Okay. These characters are complex. And not in a, it's a different kind of bingeable than like making a murderer. Sure. There's not like this new clue given at the end of each episode of like, right. oh. You know, how you many just, ticket subs did you end up giving it? I mean, like five out of five. Oh, okay. It's top tier. Yeah. Like, Netflix is. It's like the very, very best. I wish we had more time to talk TV because I want to ask him what he thought about the family. Well, you, we've the got family? like a minute. Uh, yeah, it's. <gasps> you should watch the family. Well, so I'm, I'm splitting my time between that, The Marvelous and Mrs. Maisel, season two, I'm behind on. Yeah. Leaps Creek, I'm behind on. Oh, my God. You're behind on a lot. I, so I heard somebody saying <laughs> earlier today that they're um, going to have to declare TV bankruptcy <laughs> because there are just so many TV there's shows no, it's and there's no. No way you could ever get ahead. Them all out before the fall season starts. No, it's really difficult, and we are like tapping on the door of the fall season, right? Um, Because Grey's Anatomy is going to be back, and just it's going to be a great season. Thanks, Paul. Can we have a Grey's talk? Nobody cares about Grey's Anatomy. I actually do. Can we ask him in the last minute um, that we have Paul McGuire Grimes with us what he is most excited to eat at the fair? Because the one thing you should know about Paul is that show him your list. He carries a spreadsheet of things that he's going to. Man. New and old, oh my salty, God. See sweet this? beverages. It's, I have it on what are you Instagram most excited at about? Paul's Movie Trip. Okay, so I was really most excited about the Blue Barn offerings this year. The Nashville Hot Chicken Stick, which I had and was phenomenal. Go get that. I'm excited about the um, grilled soda sandwich at Brim. Oh, yeah. Irish soda bread. Yeah. Jay or something. Oh. Here's the great news. When you come back next week, we I'll can check in with you and see what, what you've got to and what was great. Right. So uh, that's Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's Trip to the Movies. You can check him out online. And also, he will be back next Friday. We will be picking his brain what he's eaten when we come back on the colleen and bradley show crazy stupid idiots my talk 1071 we've got to tell you about some dumb people doing dumb things on the colleen and bradley show my talk 1071 streaming live at my talk 1071.com everything entertainment colleen lindstrom bradley trainer oh wait a minute wait a minute what we have a special what? guest You want to tell people what that is? Uh, that's the parade that's going on right now. And uh, every day at the Minnesota State Fair, they hold a parade just for us. Did you know? You guys know very that? Very exciting. It makes us so happy. And it's very loud. All right. Now, with no further ado, let's get to those crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present. CSI. It stands for Crazy Stupid Idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Audience, get ready for it. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of. Yes. yes. You Do you know get one of these? We this makes me, this makes me so happy because we've been doing this for now, what, eight years? Yes. And the first time we did this at the fair, there was like one yahoo. That was like, Lorna. Lorna. 
And now we have Thank a whole you. audience of beautiful people. We're like a proud, we're like proud parents. We are proud parents. Anyway, where are we going first? We today? are going to Valparaiso, Indiana, oh. the home of Orville Redenbacher. Well, not anymore. Yeah. Oh, is he, it the final resting place? Well, he he popped his last curl. corn. Uh, no, we're going to a Kentucky Fried Chicken, actually. Oh, okay. In Valparaiso. Uh, and at that Kentucky Fried Another Chicken, we're going to meet, um, we're going to meet uh, a guy who worked for that particular Kentucky Fried Chicken. And uh, he no longer works for that Kentucky Fried Chicken, and here's why. So uh, he got fired. And I'm going to guess he got fired. I don't know. I don't want to judge somebody by their appearance. But I do think it had a little something to do with perhaps his commitment to the job. Okay. Anyway, he uh, got fired from his Kentucky Fried Chicken, and he would not take that. So you know what he did? What did he do? He grabbed a knife from the kitchen area Mm -hmm. and tried to stab his boss. Oh, okay. That's probably not a good idea. It's not a good idea. Why did he try to stab his boss? Because he had gotten fired and he was angry. Okay. Uh, He was subdued by some of his coworkers, but he still managed to get the knife into his boss and a couple other coworkers. So that's a bad part of the story. There's a good part of the story? They're fine. Okay. Anyway, he, he ended up getting away, and he ran. And by the time the police arrived, they couldn't find him. He wasn't at the KFC. Okay. Do you know where he was? At the Popeyes? At the McDonald's. Oh, okay. Down the road. All right. He had made it to the McDonald's. He was sitting there enjoying a Happy Meal. Oh. After having you stabbed order his coworkers. Meal? Well, Yeah. Why wouldn't he be able to? I thought only kids get Happy Meals. How do you think the no, kids get the Happy you, Meals? Yeah, no, you can order a Happy Meal as an adult. Yeah. They don't card you. I just kind of feel like that's taken away from the children. Oh, no, there's plenty. I used to get Happy Meals all the time. Do they still come in a box? Yeah, no, sometimes. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they come in a bag, but they always have a toy. I was going to say, do they still have toys? Because I feel like Garbage yes. Island doesn't need any more toys. Uh, I agree with you. My children don't. Yeah. They what do you do with those them? dumb toys? I uh, usually well, one of the things that we do is save them up and donate them to. Oh, that's smart. To a like a a teacher who gives them away as prizes oh. in class. Uh huh. I like that. Other ones we throw away. I'm yeah. gonna be really honest. I was gonna say I would, but not all of them. Probably just some of them stay in the car for fun. Oh, to keep kids occupied. Occupied. Occupado. Only the good ones, and they're right. not really that good. And I don't want to talk about this right now because we're doing crazy, stupid idiots. But I would like to really actually have a conversation with somebody because our Happy Meal toys were so much more fun. Oh, when we were kids? Yes. I, what's the difference between the ones today and then? They're just dumb. They're just like plastic like, and they don't an do anything. I feel like when we were kids, we'd get like miniature Rubik's Cubes or like something that like you'd like, actually well, want to play with. Like action figures or figurines. Yeah, right? based off of movies or TV shows yeah. anymore. These things like they, they try to do something. I should bring them in and you should judge them. Yeah. That's what I'll do. From now on, I, every like time I get one, I'll bring in a Happy Meal toy for you and you Perfect. can judge it. called Happy Meal or Crappy Meal. Exactly. Happy or Crappy. Okay. I like that. So, hey everybody, you just witnessed the birth of a segment. Happy Congrats. or crappy. All right. I mean, we can apply that to a lot on our exactly. show. Exactly. Um, speaking of crappy, actually, no, this story has nothing to do with that. Sorry, Holly. Um, we are doing Crazy Stupid Idiots, though. This particular uh, story takes us all the way to the UK. Actually, no, it takes us to Sydney. Ooh. And that is in Australia. And I want to tell you about a woman who did something 
A woman who did something and it didn't end well. Uh-oh, did somebody die? Nobody died. Okay, good. She decided to wear crotchless panties on a date. Well, I mean, that's the best place to wear them. Is it, though? So, this woman, um, and to be quite honest, I don't know why she felt the need um, to share this, but her name is Ashley. Okay. And she recently, quote, road-tested crotchless undies. Have you ever um, worn a pair of those? I am right now. No, you're not. <laughs> What's the point? I just wanted to give you well, a okay. really so awkward... My I wanted to give you an awkward answer to the awkward question. So... The question I have, as I'm sure a lot of our audience does, I'm sorry if there's children in the audience. Oh, there's plenty of children. But, the, you know, this is, it's life, kids. You're just going to have to learn it at some point. Better now to learn never. it with friends now in a never. safe place. But, like, what is the point? Because to me, that's like a buckleless belt, right? Or, like, no, Bradley, zipperless pants. No. No, it's an easy access situation. Yeah, but it's not, it's it's like a costume. It's yeah. not a piece of clothing is my point. Let me introduce you to women's lingerie. There's functional lingerie, yeah. and then there's the lingerie you're not meant to wear for more than a mm, couple minutes. Well, exactly, which is why she should not have worn these on a date. I think she was hoping to get lucky. Well, she she's the one who's saying that she should not have worn these on a date. So I, I don't can, disagree with her, by the way. Uh, her name is Ashley Austin, and due to um, the sexiness, she thought that this would be a good idea to wear on a date. She admitted, By the way, I'm going to say due to the sexiness so many times due today. Due to the sexiness. Due to the sexiness. Quote, the first thing I noticed, <laughs> she said, is that the crotch doesn't really stay in place. Instead, does it have a place? Moving with your body. Sure, the material is soft, but there's a level a level of friction going on. If you're underpants, I can't say all of these words. Hey, everybody, raise your friction. hand if you expected to hear a review of crotchless underwear at the. You fair had today. no idea, and you're grateful for it. <laughs> She she goes on to say the friction against that area, yeah, right, mm -hmm. um, was more than she had bargained for. And she also... <laughs> I wish I what? could take a snapshot of Holly's face. And the other thing that she goes on to talk about is, well, the fact that when there's no crunch, right, there's, there's nothing, things there's that no, can... There's no barrier protection. between her and the seat that yeah. she was sitting mm -hmm. on. Did she not Exactly. Have, you could not wait, all hear the groan that the pants? audience let out. Well, she must have been wearing a skirt, I'm assuming. Yeah, but I mean, hold the phone... Ladies, when we wear skirts, we're still not applying our... Well, she says, in a skirt, your... Hoo-hoo. Touches things. Sounds like she's got a couple problems that we're not confronting Did right she now. write whether or not she put down a towel? Holly okay, Roberts. Okay, of course, leave it to Holly yep. to point out the flaw in this particular i don't know if she put down a towel or not she did not talk about that in a review anyway her takeaway was it was a mistake for her to do this on a first date perhaps it was something she best should have left um to the for, professional well Maybe or the left at date. home right and for you know like a, a little post date experience yes for our next story we're going to walmart in Florida. Yay! Yay! We are going to St. Petersburg, Florida, where um, we're going to meet a guy who did something I know you've all dreamed of, okay? But we're going to learn here why it's dumb. 59-year-old uh, John Davis decided to take a motorized scooter from the Walmart 
and drive it away from the Walmart. Well, wait a minute, you can't do that. Right, I know, but don't tell me you haven't always wanted to get on one of those things and just see where it's going. You know, we yeah. say that, but like then I always see people on them, and don't you don't you ever think like those don't go fast enough? Well, like you kind of want them to like. We've learned that before. Yeah. You know, don't think you can get into a high speed chase with one of those things. It's going to be a low no, you're speed not chase. Getting, I mean, basically anyone with legs exactly. is going to beat you. They'll be able to walk. Yeah faster well he decided to take one of those and he rather than taking it through the aisles of the walmart he went due east okay uh and here's where it gets real impressive he got about a mile away before that thing ran out of batteries. What, nice. was it like the next day? No. I mean, how long did it take him to go to a, go a mile in that thing he wanted to take it all the way home his home is 20 miles from that walmart but he made it one mile east how did he get um, apprehended? Well, the thing ran out of batteries, and so then he just waited. He was trying oh, to he get. Just sat there. He was trying to bring it actually to a gas station. He was going to plug it in at the outlet at the gas station, maybe charge it up a little before he kept going, and that's where he was found. Um, FYI, the reason he stole this mode of transportation um. was because he didn't want to drive. Because he was intoxicated. Oh, well, okay. okay. So at least he was yeah. kind of thinking. Also, his mugshot looks like maybe he'd gotten into a bar fight. It looks like he got hurt somewhere. Yeah. I'm not quite sure. Or That's, fell on the scooter. Could have been. Yeah. He, it wasn't his best day. But I do think it's valuable knowledge that the, those things will go a mile. I'm surprised that he was able to, yeah, go a mile and get over um, from the parking lot to a sidewalk. Yeah. Safely. Uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, it is time to play the throwback live. We're going to do that after this on My Talk 1071. 245 every day on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, we play a little game, and that game is called the throwback live. It's time for the Festivus Feats of Strength. Actually, it's time for the Throwback Live at 2.45. Win just one for the Kimber. Colleen versus Bradley. Oh, nerd versus party girl. In a pop culture audio battle. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Rule number one, no touching of the hair or face. And now, your host... Oh, Holly Roberts. Hi. Welcome to Friday's edition of the Throwback Live at 245 Live at the Minnesota State Fair. Yes, we have a live studio audience in effect. Here are the rules of the game. We're going to play five vintage pop culture audio clips. The first to identify three correctly wins the Throwback Live at 245. And Colleen and Bradley buzz in by yelling out their names. I won. No, you actually did not this time. And I have I, a whole separate tally of times I win just that part, okay, and I win them all. That's not a thing. So it is congratulations a thing. on nothing. It's a thing. Who's winning right now? Well, Me. nope. That's not true. <laughs> live. <laughs> we keep a total victory tally of who wins in the throwback live, and as it stands right now, Colleen, you have 144 victories, yes. which is respectable. Yeah, no, that is good. Bradley, you have 158. Yeah, that's a little better, but Yes, you did win yesterday. Brad also, <laughs> and has... I still have the longest streak. Exactly, oh, you're so proud of that. I am. 29. You 
the longest streak. Um, however, today you cannot look at the audience. Oh yeah, that's neither okay. can you. I know that's why I'm looking at you. Oh. Because we are live at the Minnesota State Fair. See there are works. people out there also listening the, and playing the home version of the Throwback Live at 2:45. Mm-hmm. No, assisting. and I could have cheated yesterday. Oh my gosh, are we going to do this? Yeah. No assisting Colleen and Bradley today. Okay, we'll just lay down the rules here. Colleen and Bradley have to look at each other. They are not cheating. Now, today's theme in the Throwback Live at 245, classic cartoon characters that aren't Disney or Warner Brothers. Oh, okay. Not Disney or Warner Warner Brothers. Brothers. These are classic cartoon characters (sighs) that are not Disney or Warner Brothers, believe it or not. A lot of other people. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. We're being very creative back in the day and making some very notable characters. Just checking to see if there's oh, anything like behind there's me. Oh, like there's somebody right over there I don't know. ready to pe- I don't feed know. me the I answers? I don't trust you. Okay. 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 We're ready. You sure? Yes. Sure. As ready as we're ever going to be. All right. So Don't yell anything out, audience, or we'll have to escort you from the premises. That's accurate. Mm-hmm. Here's our first vintage pop here. culture audio clip. <laughs> Colleen and Bradley, listen carefully and identify the classic cartoon character. <laughs> Bradley oh, Trainer. Bradley. That's Mighty Mouse. <laughs> Did I see you? No, I annoyed at myself. Is that my fast... <laughs> Saying my name button is broken. Oh, do you want to try it, Colleen? Whatever. No, that was not good. No, try again. No, I just want. I want. Just keep playing the game. (laughs) Here's our get better. Second vintage. Well, you can't get worse. Let's just put it that way. So rude. I mean, you haven't won a point yet. Could you do worse than not having a point? No. That's accurate. She could try. I'm saying she Something can do happen. better. Okay, let's people. just do. Let's just go. Here's our second vintage pop culture audio clip: classic cartoon characters that are not Disney or Warner Brothers. Here <laughs> is the clip. Name the character. <laughs> Colleen. That's Woody Woodpecker. Oh. I did it. <laughs> Woody Woodpecker's scary, by the oh, way. Oh, I love I used Woody to love Woodpecker. Woody Woodpecker as a kid. Scary. But not the black and white one. There was no black and white Woody Woodpecker cartoons. They're all color. Right. The so black and white one. Where did that come wasn't from? Wasn't there a black and white one? No. Okay, well, that was a fever dream. Here's our third vintage okay. pop okay. culture audio clip. Colleen and Bradley, listen carefully and identify the following cartoon character that is not Warner Brothers or Disney. Heavens to Murgatroyd. Bradley. That is... Um, that is... Oh, what is his name? Ugh. That is... Uh, his name is... Five Ms. seconds. Uh, his name is Snagglepuss. Snaggletooth. Oh, puss! Yeah, you oh, said okay. it right the first there time. Oh my god, I got it! to Murgatroyd. I don't know where I pulled that one out of. Did you know that one? Yes, but you knew I, Snagglepuss. Yes. Okay. And actually, do you know where I learned it? Where? From you. Oh, really? Yes. You know that my brain doesn't always remember the things it's supposed to. I know this because yeah. I've been your partner for eight years. Yeah. So I'm I mean, I'm the memory of the show. Not my actual partner. 
I don't think they were confused. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so Brad has two points. Colleen has one point. Throwback Live at 245. We're naming classic cartoon characters that aren't Disney or Warner Brothers. So, Brad, you can win the game. And, Colleen, you can stay in the game by correctly identifying the following character. Off, off. There ain't no ghost. Let's investigate. That's Bradley a, Trainer. That Bradley. Is that the at all? Popeye. Was he yes! drunk? What's going on there? That's old school Popeye. Yeah, listen. Off, off. There ain't no ghost. Let's investigate. He was investigating a ghost ship with Wimpy and olive oil. I don't know. That was not fair. Popeye the same. That wasn't fair. Nope. Mm-hmm. Why was that not fair? That, I thought because that was I got an it alien. Right. I didn't think you that thought was it was Popeye. an alien. That's not fair. Why is that not fair? I said so. You can all applaud. Thank you. Bradley Trainer, he won today's throw. You don't have to though. It goes right to his head. What did I win today? Oh, congratulations, Bradley! You just won this bottle of water. I don't know who it belongs to. It's already open, but there you go. It's not yours. No, it's not mine. Where did it come from? I don't know. That's disgusting. It's kind of gross. Enjoy. Thank you. Okay, let's just play that last one. Okay. <laughs> Our last I don't clip. even know why. Throwback life at 245. <laughs> don't look at me. <laughs> Get out of here. Here's our last clip. <laughs> Colleen and Bradley. Okay. Tell me the name of the cartoon character. Bradley Trainer. Colleen. That's Betty Boop. Betty Boop. I could have had another point. You could have. Yeah, and you still wouldn't have won. Hey! <laughs> Isn't he mean, you guys? Oh, please. He's mean, right? Mean? Like you wouldn't He's have like rubbed a it in if you winner. You wouldn't have rubbed it in. Do you know how many times you've rubbed it in? Well, uh probably like 144. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I know exactly how many times I've yes. rubbed it in. Mhm. And but it. you've done it what? I'm just we're being honest. Uh, hey, happy Friday, everybody. Uh, it is Friday at the Minnesota State Fair. Actually, Where else do you want to be? I honestly did forget for a second that it was Friday until Holly said it's the Friday edition of the Throwback Live. Yeah. And here we are at the Minnesota State Fair. We are two days in. This is our second uh, second day of this fair on our beautiful stage at our gorgeous building. The Jan uh, Hassan Dinner Theater stage. Yes, indeed. And it is our, by the way, this is our only our second year with this wonderful new building. I mean, we used to be basically in a porta potty and <laughs> No, uh, I think we did actually start in a porta potty. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we got a deck. We lucked out though because you and I started at the fair the first year it was the trailer which yep. was a step up I think from their original yep. uh fair experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, we've always lucked out. We've always had good good state but it's so nice to finally be in our permanent location uh so you will always from now until eternity be able to find us right here on underwood just south of randall Randall. yep Yep, just south of randall and by the way can we give a little shout uh, a little thanks to the produce exchange yes please um i said this i said a little bit earlier in the show that when i come to the state fair the one thing i need because i dream about it when the fair is not happening is the grilled peach and and i had gotten one on the way in this morning and then i just got to enjoy another one Mm. and uh they brought some over which was just really nice so that was really fun and and uh you know food Yes, and food. And in fact, food. so hopefully you guys um, have had, our audience here has had uh, enough food, or if not, are planning to have a bunch of food. Have you guys had some stuff so far? Yes. Yes. 
Yes, you're going to want to run and grab a snack before the Lori and Julia show. Yeah, takes you're going to need stage. it because they're going to run you ragged. They are. It's going to be an active show. I have every reason to believe. I do know yesterday they had Marjorie Johnson on. Well, that was awesome, yes. I bet. They always, Lori and Julie always do a good job of bringing in people from the fair to yes. talk about what's going on. And Marjorie Johnson is decidedly like the biggest fair celebrity. She celebrated a hundred years this year, not at the Minnesota State Fair, but of life. <laughs> of life. And yeah. she announced yesterday that she is going to be appearing on the new Kelly Clarkson talk show. Oh, it's oh, that's so awesome. awesome. Yeah. When that will that be? So do you cool. know when it'll air? Uh, probably early fall. Okay. It's going to be making cool. its debut. But that's We love exciting. to see hometown heroes exactly. make it big. Exactly. So anyway, we know that Lori and Julia have a really fun uh, Friday show planned for you. We hope that you all have a really awesome day at the rest of the State Fair. And all of you, those of you who are listening at home or in your cars or on your way home from work, we hope to see you out at the Minnesota State Fair next week. We will be here all week. Uh, remember, our meet and greets are from 11 to 11.30. Yeah, come see us. And if you want to check out the entire schedule, just go to mytalk1071.com and you can find out when you can see all your favorite hosts and us here at mytalk1071. And have a great weekend, everybody. Bye. Bye. See you next week. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.